0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: We're going to head to regular season
2: games. Um, Have you made a decision on who will start at quarterback in the regular season opener? Yeah, no, we, we still have a lot of decisions to make.
0: What are you hoping to see in the next couple weeks of practice, Bill, before that first game from the quarterback position to help you make that decision whenever the time comes?
2: Yeah, well, we'll be focused on preparing for Miami. So that's what we'll do.
1: This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski, and Joe Gilio from BetQL.
3: Michael Lombardi, Odyssey, NFL insider, with us this morning. And Michael, Jamar Chase, he had quite a few drops over the weekend. In your opinion, what's a normal progression for a rookie wide receiver?
0: It's a great question. I mean, look, Jerry Rice had nine drops his rookie year in the National Football League. He dropped it quite a bit. I mean, I think a lot of times, especially with Chase, you know, he didn't play his senior year. So this is really he's been away from football. I think he's thinking a lot. I think anytime you try to think and play. It never comes as easy, and the stuff that usually you can do easily, uh, it falls apart. And certainly Chase has been disappointing in his ability to secure the football. I think a lot of it is he's thinking. He doesn't really know exactly what to do on everything, every play. So he's thinking about what route he wants to run, how he wants to run the route, and then the last thing is catch the ball, and he hasn't done that. So I think this is part of growth as, as a young player, particularly a receiver.
2: Michael, now that the preseason is a wrap, uh, over the last few weeks, has there been a team where maybe you've changed your stance, moved a little bit, or you're just open to the idea of them having a more successful season uh, than you were thinking?
0: You know, I, I kind of think Pittsburgh. Just a little bit that I saw of Roethlisberger play against Detroit. He threw the ball really well. I like the fact that they're willing to put him under center. I think we've gotten too far away from – what really helps quarterbacks we're in the shotgun all the time you have no running game out of the shotgun it's very limited you know you have really no play action pass game i know the rpo f- f- sensation is great but you know for a guy like big ben throwing the ball 537 times out of the shotgun is really not a good thing especially when he was getting rid of it too quickly so getting him back under center Knowing that Tomlin really has a losing season, I think I'm a little bit bullish on I thought they would be really bad this year because of their cap issues, because of their offensive line transformation that they've had to go through. But they actually look better to me in the summer.
1: Michael, you've worked very closely with Bill Belichick, big quarterback decision on his hands coming up. We just heard from as we came out of this break uh, asked about, you know, all these different decisions he has to make. But quarterbacks, certainly the biggest one, Mac Jones, Cam Newton. From your experience, what, what's your guess on what Bill is, is deciding between here? Like, what are the factors you think Bill is thinking about as he decides who his quarterback is for week one? And then, you know, as obviously as the season goes along.
0: You know, I think Bill doesn't really I think Bill thinks different than all of us. I think, you know, everybody wants him to name a starter. And I think Bill's thinking about this, what we call second order thinking and leadership, which is once you make a decision, what then impacts that decision and how does that in, in decision impact others? If he starts Cam and Cam doesn't play well, it's easy to go to Mac. If he starts Mac and Mac doesn't play well, he loses his confidence. He kind of gets him, sets back his rookie year, which has been really good so far. And then he comes back to Cam, and then where does he go? So it's a little bit about... It's, you know, Belichick's always thinking, like, if I make this move, where's the next move? Much like a pool pool player does. You know, I'm going to make the shot, and I've got to line the cue ball up to make my second shot. I think that's really what he's thinking about. And everybody just wants him to name a starter when it's a little bit more complicated than that.
3: Another complicated situation and an interesting one. What do you think Con- Shanahan's thinking in San Francisco um, with the rotation they've got with the quarterbacks there?
0: I think he wants defensive coordinators to prepare for both. I think he tried to show that in the game against the Raiders. I think he knows Jimmy G can run his offense. I think he'd like to have a package for Trey Lance just to make the defensive coordinators have to work on something. Remember, football is a game of time. And how much time you spend is going to determine how, how successful your week is, specifically if you spend the right time on the right things. And the, the job of an offensive coach, an offensive coordinator, or a defensive coach is to create confusion. And by doing this, he creates some confusion. Now, he's got to declare it. Week one, he'll show what he'll do. There'll be tape eventually. But as you go into September, because there's not a lot of tape to base it on, you have an opportunity to kind of fool some people. And I think that's what he's doing. Look, there's no way Trey Lance is ready to be a starting quarterback. He's not going to name Trey Lance the starter because his offense won't be as effective. But if he has Trey Lance integrated within the system early in the season, utilize him in the run game a little bit, put him in there at quarterback, a little bit taste some Hillish, I think he'll have a chance to be successful.
2: With Odyssey NFL insider Michael Lombardi, this is BetQL on the BetQL Network. Uh, Michael, of the five quarterbacks drafted in the first round, the only coach that never really seemed open to the idea with the rookie uh, starting week one was uh, Matt Nagy in Chicago. Do you think he would have been more open to that idea if they had a competent offensive line? Or do you believe Nagy's approach is, look, I I was in Kansas City when we brought in Pat Mahomes and he sat nearly the entire season. So this is how you develop a rookie quarterback.
0: Well, look, I think he certainly can cling to that. I think every situation is different, right? I think, you know, Trey Lance shouldn't start for the Niners because the Niners are a Super Bowl-caliber team and Trey Lance isn't ready. You know, I think that Patrick Mahomes didn't start for the Chiefs because the Chiefs had Alex Smith, who had been a really good player for them, and they wanted to be able to see how far they could go with Alex Smith before having to put Mahomes in there. They knew what it was. For me, with Nagy, he's got a really bad offensive line. Look, would you sign Jason Peters at 39 years old to be your starting left tackle? Things aren't going to go very well for you. So you need to be able to to know where your team is. Your defense hasn't played well. Khalil Mack hasn't played well last year. You know, he had 12 quarterback pressures, nine sacks. He wasn't the same player. Keaton Hicks actually led their team in quarterback pressures. And their secondary is going to be very susceptible to big plays. I mean, they get rid of Kyle Fuller. Who's covering man-to-man? So the reality of it is, is where are the Bears? Are the Bears a great team? Or are the Bears closer to what the Jets are doing with Zach Wilson? I think they're kidding themselves. I think I would start Justin Fields and rebuild the program around Fields, much like the Jets are doing with Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville. I don't see the Bears as a playoff team. Nagy does. Nagy thinks he's going to go to playoffs and he's going to win, and that's why he wants to start the veterans. I think that's the miscalculation.
1: Odyssey NFL insider Mike Lombardi joining us here. Mike, every year in the NFL, it happens. A team is bad One year. And then all of a sudden they're in first place or in the playoffs the next year. You mentioned the Steelers, a team that you've watched in the preseason. You think maybe they're better than some people do, but they were good last year. How about a team, Mike, that was not good last year? A bad team, last place, below five hundred, wherever you want to go. A team that you think could be ready for a leap this year as we get set for the season.
0: I think Denver. I mean, look, if Denver gets any quarterbacking play, they should be a really good team. If the quarterback doesn't hurt them and turn the ball over, they should be a really good team. And they have the ability to be a good team. Uh, Their defense is as good as anybody. They have great skilled players. Their offensive line is one of the better lines in all of football. So, you know, to me, it really comes down to does the quarterback not hurt them? And if he doesn't hurt them, they have a chance to be really successful.
3: We talked about the J.K. Dobbins injury. T.Y. Hilton out for the early part of the season. How do you think that will affect the Colts?
0: Well, I, I think the Colts, you know, I, I didn't think that that he played as well last year, TY as typically most of the media suspected he did. I think Michael Pittman's gotta come on and play really well. You know, they've got some receivers there. They don't have big name receivers. But I think they have good receivers that can make plays for them. And the way they utilize their offense, especially as predominant in the running game, as good as they are, the way they can run the football. So, you know, look, obviously you've got to be able to make plays on the outside quadrant of the field. And I think that's really going to be important for the Colts. But I think their scheme is pretty good. And I think they're able to to use their play action and get the get their the ball down the field and make explosive plays in that area. I think that's going to be the key for them, you know. And and look, Pittman's got to come on. And I think last year they lost Paris Campbell, the kid from Ohio State, who's a really a dynamic player. If he can stay healthy, so it might be the time for Paris Campbell to turn it on.
2: Uh Michael, what do you think about uh, the improvement with Trevor Lawrence uh, over the weekend? Much better. I knew the offensive line, obviously an issue in Jacksonville, but much better than most of us saw on Monday.
0: Well, I think it's going to always be up and down for young quarterbacks, but I think he's a truly, truly talented player. And it was good that they finally got him some protection. I mean, the first play of his NFL career behind the, behind his starting offensive line and the Browns backups, they, they couldn't block anybody. So, you know, that's going to be the struggle. Jacksonville's got to get better in their offensive line. And it's going to, if he does, there's no doubt in my mind that Trevor Lawrence will be a really good player.
1: Michael Carson Wentz last year hit rock bottom in Philadelphia he gets new life in Indianapolis with his coach Frank Reich he was hurt clearly had the foot surgery it sounds like though he might be on track for week one. Uh, you could get him plus 1000 NFL comeback player of the year are you buying the uh, Carson Wentz as a comeback or do you think what we saw in Philadelphia last couple of years obviously last year was bad the year before okay do you think his career is going the wrong direction.
0: You know, I think it's a really good value. You know, I mean, look, here in 2017, a guy should have been the MVP of the league if he doesn't get hurt. And Frank Wright was his coach. And I think with Jonathan Taylor, Jordan Wilkins, Marlon Mack, the running backs they have there, their offensive line's concerned. I mean, right now they've got Will Holden playing a left tackle. Is he going to be good enough? Julian Davenport, is he going to be the swing tackle? The concern for their offensive line, especially the left side, you know, where they're going to have a left guard in there because they've lost... You know they don't have Quentin uh, Nelson in there, so if he plays opening day, that'll help them certainly. That Chris Reed won't have to be the starter, but I think that, you know the the left tackle, until Fisher comes back, is a concern, and I think that's really more uh, they have to work around. But I think when you look at the when you look at the scheme of running the football, which is what Wentz did when they were in Philly. I mean, they had two running backs that averaged over five yards of carry, Jay Ajay and Legarrette Blunt That team. And they ran the ball, and Frank Wright was the coordinator. So they took a lot of the pressure off, off of, of the quarterback, Carson Wentz, and he delivered And I think he'll do that for them this year. I think it's pretty good value.
3: The Browns begin the year where they end the 2020 postseason in Kansas City for a matchup with the Chiefs. Um, should be a fun game to watch. What are you expecting out of the Browns this season?
0: Well, if you go back and watch him play last year in the, champ, in the divisional game, I mean, they got the ball with 22, but down 22-17 with eight minutes to go in the game. Got a chance to win the game. Mahomes is out. And they couldn't throw the ball in a drop-back pass game that really affected them. I, I think the Browns have the kind of team to give Kansas City trouble. They have three corners. Assuming Newsom can play well, Troy, Troy Hill they signed as the UFA to go along with Denzel Ward. If those three guys can play well in the back end, and they get something out of Clowney as a rusher, they can rush four, get to Mahomes, and cause some problems. And then offensively, they got one of the best offensive lines in football. They can run the ball against anyone. And they've got a lot of versatility with their skill positions, particularly with Beckham back. And Mayfield fits the scheme perfectly. I mean, they're a good team. They're going to be a hard team to beat because they can control the ball 34, 35 minutes with that ground game. And they can make big plays. I mean, how many times did you watch Baker Mayfield throw the ball to a wide-open receiver last year? You know, I think the Browns are for real. I think their defense has got to prove, you know, last year they were negative in the points allowed versus points scored. Their defense didn't play well last year. It's got to improve.
2: Mike, was there a week one game that that you've been uh, eyeing throughout the off season that, that you have as one of your best plays?
0: Well, I mean, I haven't gotten to a best play position yet because I think we, there's too many variables, specifically with COVID. I don't think it's better as we can go ahead and and try to look that far because, you know, something could, could come up and really bite you. But I, I think the Denver-New York Giant game, I mean, if you look at the Giants' offensive line and you look at Denver's defensive line, you know, that's not a matchup that favors the Giants. If you watch Daniel Jones play last night against New England, you know, he plays slow, he turns the ball over, he makes some bad decisions you know, this is a game I think Denver, you know, they opened up as a point favorite. It's going up to two and a half. At some places, you can still get it a point, point and a half. I think Denver is a much better team, and I think Denver should win that game.
1: Great stuff. Michael, we appreciate it. We will chat soon here I, on the show. That was lot. Odyssey NFL insider Michael Lombardi. Insider calls presented by Beck Beckql Beck is here to help us all make better bets for real Proven analytics, bet smarter, and beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit betql.com today. You can also hear Michael on the GM Shuffle, his weekly podcast available on the Odyssey app. I like that play by Mike for week one, Denver at the Giants. On the other side, let's look at the AFCs. Best bets, our thoughts on this division, a couple, uh, less than two weeks out from the regular season. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.